Hey there, I'm Asha Blinken, and you're watching The Fifth Quarter. It's our Friday night wrap-up show where we bring you all the things that happened around the greater Houston area. And I can't believe it. It's the last week of district football. Some teams ended their seasons last week. Some ended tonight. Uh, you know, we, I feel like just yesterday, we were bringing you the first week of the fifth quarter, the first week of season, where we had all those big games, a North Shore Katy rematch, um, Atascacita just blowing teams out, uh, you know, Forvin Travis putting their names on the map. Uh, just an absolutely crazy season that we've had so far. And, you know, it's weeks like this week, it's weeks like we've had this season that make Texas high school football so amazing to watch can't believe it is week 11 and we've had some district crowns won tonight we'll start with porter new caney um we'll start with porter new caney we this was supposed to be our game of the week we didn't we weren't able to make it out to this game actually we had a couple of things happen on our end uh here at Inside High School Sports, but we want to report on this game as New Caney has taken their fourth straight district title and they win against Porter 37 to zero. We're gonna move to Atascacita as they take on Umble. Umble gave Atascacita a game. Atascacita won 42 to seven, but um, Umble was only the second team in Atascacita's entire season to hold them to under 60 points. Uh, but Atascacita wins outright their district. Uh, George Ranch and Pearland, the Oilers and George Ranch went head to head uh, and Pearland won. Um, not really sure if they won the district title with this one, but they win tonight 49 to seven and their, their end of the season record as they are about to go into playoffs is eight and two, uh, great Great night from the Oilers. Um, Cy Creek and Cy Fair. Cy Fair is looking like the team from 2017 that won their state champ, that won the state championship. Uh, they're looking like that right now. Fantastic team. Uh, they win 41 to seven. And then we've got Maid Creek, Morton Ranch. Um, Maid Creek the. Maid Creek won this game 47 to 27. Uh, they are playoff bound. Uh, they finished the regular season with only one loss, uh, and they will be playing a Fort Bend team in the playoffs. Uh, but Maid Creek wins 47 to 27 tonight over Morton Ranch, who is a very, very solid team. We also have a little bit of a, um, a little bit of an upset tonight as Angleton defeats Friendswood and uh, adds their third loss to the season in district. Uh, it looked like that district was going to, or that 10-5A district was going to be Shadow Creek, Friendswood, Foster, Hightower, um, but, with this, but with Angleton getting this one, we'll see where they fall after that. We will have more on that with Matt and Robert uh, in the next two segments. But... A big week of Texas high school football, a huge week of Texas high school football as district is starting to wrap up. Playoffs start next week. Um, we'll have some matchups and some potential matchups for you in the next in the next two segments as we get to talking about that. Uh, but another huge week of Texas high school football. Some big surprises on the board. 
Um, but who doesn't love it? Playoffs are about to start. Uh, we'll have more on the playoffs and what happened in this week uh, around the greater Houston area right after these messages. Don't forget to catch our extended coverage of the high school football season each week on The Warm-Up, presented by your local Houston area GEICO agents. We will get you ready for all the action this Thursday on all our social media outlets. And we are back with a special surprise. We have the Inside High School Sports Insider, Matt Harris, actually on set with us. I mean, not technically on set, but on set in spirit, as I have him on the FaceTime, you know, right behind me. Matt, what's up? I wish I could, I, I feel like I can talk to you almost face to face right now. <laughs> I said, I feel like I can talk to you almost face to face right this second. <laughs> okay, Matt. So district is over. Teams are out of it. We've got playoffs next week. Let's talk a little bit of football. Um, so some districts that we've been paying a lot of attention to are the 10-5A, 15-6A, but we're going to kick it off with that 10-5A district. Friendswood took a loss tonight, um, as, and they're sitting second in that district. Kind of, how does that loss to Angleton affect that district, if at all? Uh, the loss to Angleton is not going to matter. Uh, McCree is going to look at it 7-0. Uh, friends would be High Tower, so they'll be second by the state High Tower and third all And then Richmond Fokker, fourth and fourth. Uh, Angleton also fifth fourth, third. Foster has the head in the playoffs ahead of him. Okay, Matt, another district that we were paying a lot of attention to was the 15-6A district. Uh, Klein Kane came out of nowhere and just kind of took that district by the reins. I know that they didn't win the district, but they surprised us all as they made the playoffs in a very, very tough 15-6A district. Um, but kind of how is that district lining up um, when now that now that season is coming to a close? So Klein Oak and Klein Collins are going to be the one at the spot. Actually, Klein Collins because of Klein Oak's loss last time. But you have two spots left. Between Klein King, Conroe, and the Woodlands had a really easy game to find Forrest's and they won that. The game watched was Klein King going up against uh, Klein King. Klein King wins this game, they're winning, they shot Klein Oak, they won, they got a win to the playoffs. Thank you for this. A district rise, a little bit of Conroe finished fifth, but, uh, Big props to Klein King for, for really closing the season. So they survived a late mark and all the spots in the playoffs. So were there any other um, districts that we that you were looking at or that we saw this weekend that you kind of were surprised by the final result of the game? Um, I don't know about that, but 10 5 8 2 it just be a lot. I've uh, got a little bit of teams outside of our coverage area that was called Station and Elevated, uh, Brian Rutter, teams that we look to Cleveland that we don't know a lot. But we have Rosenberg-Bahar consolidated in this district, a team that went winless, I believe, a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, and they were 8-2, 5-2 in the district. Uh, and I'm, I'm not sure. Three teams finished top 5-2. 
Lamar consolidated third time this year, and they beat Indy. I'm not sure they beat They lost the Hudson. But it's a very impressive year for Coach Rick Lamar's team, and they finished it for me too, not even for the playoffs. Well, Rick LaFavors and I are friends because we both went to TCU. He's a little bit older than me, though, but Riff Rambazu. Um, so now that we've got season coming to a close, uh, playoffs are about to start. What are you excited to see as we move into playoffs? I'm excited to see you shout out Creek make it back to state or not. This is a team that is now 26-1. Undefeated in the Braves. Never watched the last year. I think it'll be real interesting this year. Uh, and they've got a really talented team. I like them to do it. Well, Matt, we are so excited that playoffs are about to get started. And we will talk to you next week as round one goes off but thank you for joining us here on the fifth quarter and when we come back we'll have producer robert sheik on air with us watch inside high school sports to catch this week's chevy spotlight brought to you by your houston area chevy dealers visit your nearest chevy dealer to test drive their award-winning products and we are back with the producer of chevrolet's inside high school sports robert sheik robert it's over district is over tonight. i know i know uh you know some crazy stuff it's just what a regular season it's been, um, and we can get it, it, a little bit more into some of our takeaways from the season in a minute, but uh, very fun regular season. Some, some programs we hadn't heard much from lately or heard of in general because they're new programs um, with some big seasons and uh, really fun regular season and uh, we're ready for the playoffs. I mean, one of those big programs was Klein Kane. Yeah. They had a huge win last night. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll have highlights um, in tomorrow morning's show of Klein Kane's big win over Klein Oak. Klein Oak was trying to win the district mm -hmm. title. And, uh, you know, that district, we'd been talking about it all season on yeah. this on this segment. Uh, what a district it's been. And so much respect for Klein Kane, uh, second year of the, the program, to survive that district. It's one thing to make the playoffs in your second year, but to do it in that district. That district's crazy. I know. I mean, you look at the other programs that are going to the playoffs out of that district. It's Klein Collins, the Woodlands, and Klein Oak. Like, those are powerhouse programs, and Klein Kane is right there with them. You know, Klein Kane beat the Woodlands and beat Klein Oak this year. Um, a couple of losses to some teams that didn't make the playoffs out of that district, um, but but Kane survives, and you know the the Hurricanes, uh, the storm is is um, still still going. It 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 hasn't reached a landfall yet, I guess. <laughs> Um, some, some other things that we were talking about, Matt and I had kind of talked about in the last segment, was that uh, Friendswood lost tonight to Angleton, but that really doesn't mess up that district too much in that 10-5A. Yeah, it really doesn't shake things up. You know, not a whole lot to play for um, for Friendswood tonight. And, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't see, uh, you know, much of or know necessarily who played for Friendswood if, if maybe some of the, the starters or key players mm -hmm. sat out since it, there wasn't really a whole lot. Friendswood couldn't win the district title, was already in the playoffs. So, um, you know, maybe, you know, some coaches like to use that spot sometimes as a bye week of sorts, you know, kind of like week 17 yeah. in the NFL um, for teams that have already made the playoffs and don't have a whole lot to Practice play for. Squad. Yeah, you can, you can, you know, give some guys a little breather and, and have a fresh team, um, you know, for the first round of the playoffs, which, 
you know, obviously everything ramps up a whole other <laughs> level next week. Most definitely. And so what were some of the surprises as districts come to a close? What's some surprises that you've had besides the two, the two odd teams who in their second year are making it to playoffs again or making it to playoffs for the first time? Um, you know, there were, there were just so many of those second year programs. Um, I think, you know, caught, you know, maybe me a little bit off guard, you know, early in the season, we weren't necessarily expecting, okay, we need to get a camera out to some Klein King games. We need to get a camera out to some Bridgeland games, Katie Pato, um, all those teams are now in the playoffs. Um, Katie Pato loses tonight. Pato loses tonight to Lamar Consolidated. Mm -hmm. Lamar Consolidated is back in the playoffs for the second year in a row. And that's, that's a, a very, good team right there. Yeah, right it now. is. And it's a very cool story because Lamar Consolidated a couple years ago went 0 and, 0 and 9 um, or 0 and 10 in, in 2016 or 2017. And now the Mustangs are back in the playoffs for the second year in a row. Very cool story there. Um, and, and, you know, that's, and it's, it's programs like that. Doby, um, well, hi highlights of Doby's win over Pasadena Memorial on Thursday night in this week's show. Doby goes 9-1 and one this year. Umble with a big season. Um, Umble's back in the playoffs. Um, you know, so many programs like that. Clear Falls is another one that we've talked about here on the fifth quarter, fifth, on the fifth quarter of this season. <laughs> Clear Falls is, you know, going to the playoffs for just the second time in school history. Those are really cool stories because – those are not things you expect, you know, at the start of the season. Those aren't programs that we necessarily expected to still be talking about here in week 11. So it's very cool that, um, you know, sometimes shaking the, it apple, up a little yeah, bit. the apple cart gets shaken up a little bit. And that's fun. It's fun to see some, we like some fresh blood out there. Yeah, for sure. We like shakeups here in the fifth quarter. Uh, speaking of Umble, they actually uh, held a Tascacita. They lost to Tascacita, but they held them to a pretty good game. Um, they only allowed a Tascacita 42 points. That's the only second time this entire season <laughs> that's, that's, that's happened. That's impressive in its own right. Yeah I, yeah, I looked at that and I was like, dang, okay, that's a that's a really good score. But what do you what does that say about this Umble team? As you know, we haven't been out there as much, but we're start we're going to start going to more Umble games now that they're in the playoffs. Yeah, we had we had Umble um, in last week's show. Umble's win over Kingwood, and I was really impressed. Um, so yeah, there's that's definitely and. Not sure exactly who Umble was going to play in the first round of the playoffs and moving forward from there, but you know that's a program that you certainly you certainly don't necessarily want to see that um, that name Umble pop up in the first round if if you're one of the blue bloods and and you know expecting to make a deep run because because Umble can give you a game uh, for sure and and you know Umble Umble could make some noise. There's there's so many of these teams we talked about can really make some noise in the postseason. There's you know. The Blue Bloods um, are all, you know, the, the ones we expected at the beginning of the year, yeah. the handful of elite programs have all definitely held their weight. We're talking Cypher, and we'll have highlights tomorrow of Cypher's um, big win over, over Cy Creek tonight, 41-7, the final there. Cypher is, you know, 10-0, and and nobody's really seemed to talk about Cypher um, because you have the Katies and North Shores. Yeah and the Atascacitas and, you know, all of those teams are going to be bundled up into Division One, um, 6A Division One, Region Three. So only one of those teams can, can reach the state semifinals. They're all going to be playing each other, um, you know, basically kind of starting in the second round, I think. Which um, I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully those games will be on, um, be on some Friday nights so we can have highlights on our Saturday morning show. We always... 
we always on the show root for <laughs> the big games or, or really all playoff games to hopefully be We'd on like Friday. Them Thursdays and Fridays, yes. please. The, the Saturday games don't help us much. Cut us we some can't. slack. Um, yeah, but but uh, I don't really remember what my original point was there. But, uh, <laughs> but we have fun. Yeah, no, in Cy Fair, um, LJ Johnson had a touchdown run tonight where he dragged three defenders with him for about five or six yards into the end zone. That kid is unbelievable. You know, all the all the major college football programs are, are trying I'm to get this kid impressed. on campus. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is the real deal. He he won an MVP bobblehead from us uh, a few weeks ago, and and you know, do not sleep on Cy Fair in the playoffs. I'll just say that. You know, I, I think everybody seems to think that that the you know region three six a division one representative you know the big boys will be either katie or north shore and those two will battle it out but don't sleep on cy fair just yet you know <laughs> i um, mean they've done it once yes in the not, past not long four ago. years they've done <laughs> not it once. long ago either yeah so um so but but we expected all those programs to be and they have held their end of the bargain all season long but you know, I think my original point was some of these other programs are definitely, um, and especially if they get into the, to, you know, the 6A Division II teams, look out. You know, there are some, some programs that we're not used to making deep playoff runs that I certainly think are capable. And, and Umble, as we were mentioning a minute ago, Umble, if, if Umble goes to 6A Division II, I, I'm not sure I'd have to look at all that stuff. But if Umble does, you know, that's a team that can definitely – um, make, some, make some noise, yeah, for sure. So if you had to pick any of these teams that we're not really used to seeing in the playoffs, or we're not, that's not the teams that we follow all the time, if you had to pick one of them to make a big old wow. playoff run, wow, um, who's going to be the person that you put your money on, which we don't do that here? Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, you know, I, honestly, I'd kind of have to see the brackets. I, I would love to say Katie Tompkins or Fort Ben Travis, but both of those are headed um, in that, you know, that the region of death, uh, you know, 6A Division it One. It is the region of death. And those two play each other in the first round, so it's it's unfortunate those because those have been two of the great stories this season, um, as we talked about programs kind of finding their own. But unfortunately, one of those teams is going to be out. Um, you know, they play they play Thursday night. They won't even make it till next Friday. Unfortunately, uh, that's a potential game of the week uh, for next week's show. Don't hold me to that. But uh, we're, we can't wait to see the bracket. Is what yeah, we're trying to exactly. Say. Yeah, we're ready to start seeing some matchups. Um, coaches, coaches, please tweet them to us if you will as um, soon as possible. Yes. Um, but to answer your question, I I don't. No, entirely. I haven't. I haven't thought this one entirely through. Um, I'll ask you again next week. Yes. All right. Yeah, let's I'll do ask that. You again I will, I will next answer week. that question next week. That and we've got especially gotta, once I know who's won in the first round. That and we've got to put together like a final inside high school sports like team. Like we'll pick Ooh. out some of our favorite players okay. from five and six right. A. Okay. Yeah. And everyone's fair game. Okay. We're gonna yeah. do that next week. That would week, be fun. Or that the week would, after next. We'll do that in the next couple of weeks. I've told I've told Diggs from my other show the same one. Oh, I like it. That's gonna be the warm up then. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha! We've done it. We've been trying to figure out what we're gonna do for the warm up for the next few. The all warm up team. (laughs) Um, 
So we've kind of touched on a few things that are going to be on the show tomorrow. What else will be on tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. on KHU 11 for Chevy's Inside High School Sports? So kind of looking at the rundown here, we talked about Doby, um, Doby's big win. Um, Fort Bend Elkins, uh, an impressive win over Fort Bend Austin. That game was played in an absolute monsoon, as most of the games were on Thursday night. Um, but shout out to, to Fort Bend Austin. Fort Bend Austin still playoff bound. Troy O'Meary the Texas wide receiver commit and the star wide receiver for the Austin Bulldogs, he had to kind of step in and play pinch hit and basically play quarterback last night for Austin. And, and, Holy moly. and yeah, played pretty well. Um, so, you know, impressive, impressive work there. I have a bone to pick with him, by the way. <laughs> we went down and we did a recruiting trail with him when he was going to a and and they switched on us. What is this? Come on. Yeah, you but know, good job. it happens. <laughs> um, uh, big win last night for Ike. Uh, big come from behind win. Eisenhower knocks off Decaney. Now both of those two teams will have to wait till Saturday afternoon, and the spring Aldine MacArthur game will determine which of these two teams, Decaney and Eisenhower. That spring MacArthur game will determine these two teams' playoff fate. But that was a, a thriller of a game, and we'll have highlight to that. Klein Kane, as we mentioned, the big um, win over Klein Oak to get into the playoffs. We'll have highlights of Klein Kane. Um, C.E. King with a win tonight over Laporte to get into the playoffs. Bryson Washington, the star um, defensive back, had an unbelievable uh, touchdown catch at playing wide receiver tonight for C.E. King. Okay, homie. He's, he's a recruiting trail alum for us. Um, We're going to just start calling out all y'all by name. <laughs> you, better start, you better start doing big things every week. And, uh, you know, we mentioned Cy Fair, obviously. Uh, you'll want to see highlights of that. And uh, Lamar Consolidated went over Katie Pato. So Lamar Consolidated ahead of the playoffs. We'll have highlights of the Mustangs' big win. Um, unfortunately, our plan for Game of the Week, and um, sometimes things happen. Our plan for Game of the Week was New Canyon Porter. Unfortunately, we had some issues um, with one of our photographers. Wasn't able to get out there tonight, so kind of a last-minute deal. Couldn't really move things around at that point. So we won't have highlights of New Caney's um, big win, but New but Caney wins a district title. Here. Yes, we will talk about him here, and hopefully, maybe um, highlights next week. I think New Caney plays Foster Ooh. in the first round, which I, and I don't hold me to that, but I think that's correct, and that would be a very enticing um, big-time first-round. Oh matchup. yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, but, Robert, so as we're closing up the regular season, what do you want to say so far about 2019? Again, just, just how cool it is to see all these, these new programs, these second-year programs, um, kind of taking, you know, taking the bull by the horns and, you know, n no fear from these guys. A lot of, these, a lot of the players, a lot of the starters on, on these second-year programs, too, they're not seniors. Mm -hmm. there, there are some seniors. Um, Luke Pardee, the quarterback at, at Klein Kane, for example, who won a bobblehead a couple weeks ago. Um, there are some guys like that, but, but you look at some of these rosters and there's a lot of sophomores playing, a lot of juniors playing. So those programs are only going to get better and better um, over the next year or two. So, you know, that c combined with, you know, some of the resurgences, you know, it's fun seeing Dobie back. You know, Dobie was such a great program for a long time. Um, it's fun seeing Dobie with a nine and one season. So, um, yeah, that, that's really to me, the big takeaway, uh, is, is some of the teams we didn't expect to be here and 
Um, now, you know, they'll, they'll get their shot at the big boys and the big boys will have their shot at, at uh, playing deep into December. So it's going to be a fun uh, next six weeks for sure. Well, it's time to get the second season or the third season. Is it the third season or second season? I guess it depends who you talk to. If you consider district play the second season. I guess it's time yeah, for the third know. season to start. Uh, and we will have. Let's call it the postseason. The post. Well, okay, fine. We'll get technical. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time for the postseason to start. It's been so fun covering these district races uh, the past few weeks here on the fifth quarter. But we will have all the postseason action starting next week. You can catch highlights of this week's and the final district uh, district games on Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports tomorrow morning on KTU 11 at 8:30 a.m. Uh, I'm Ashley Blinsky, and this is Robert Sheik. And thank you so much for watching the fifth quarter.